Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of It's Personal. Uh, the last book I wrote was heavy. All right. Hey, Gary. This is Evie. Uh, my name is Randy Rebine. Uh, but my name is Jared Krizoska. I don't think I'm a person that curses a lot. Heart just goes out to everybody. I'm excited. Awesome. Hi. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of It's Personal. Today, I have an amazing person, very versatile. Um, do you mind introducing yourself? Sure. My name is Tammy Charles, and I write things. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, what is going on? How, how are things going? And I know that's a little bit of a loaded question based on the state of the world. Um, but I always want to ask, just to check in, because um, I do, I, I hear you, I feel you, I see you. Um, I know it's really tough right now, but I do want to check in just to see how you're doing. I'm doing, surprisingly, I'm doing okay. I've done a few interviews so far and they've asked, so what are you working on or what's oh, next? God. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a whole pandemic. I'm not writing. Why are you asking me that? <laughs> you know, I, I have been, you know, we, we talked a little bit. I'm a, I'm a former teacher, but once a teacher, always a teacher. So when the pandemic hit, and my son had to shift to virtual school, I literally became his personal assistant, uh, you know, teacher's aide, teacher, teacher in many cases. So I've just been so busy with assisting him with his academics because that wasn't an easy transition. And then I had a few books come out that published during the pandemic and there was Man, that that all had to be shifted. I was supposed to be zipping around the country promoting these books. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden now I had to like do all of this virtually. So that that did hinder my writing for a while, but I'm back. I'm back in the game. Look I started at you. writing. Look at you. Yeah. I love that. And you know, I I feel for parents, like I can't even we've been online since we came back to school and um, this country has been pretty much locked down since we got here in September, and I know it's hard. Like, as I think some of us are lucky to have the educational background to to assist our kids, but yeah. if you don't have that and you're still working, like I just I feel for you. And I think me as an educator, I 100% get it. Like, if your kid is uh, needs to not be online that day, like it's okay. They need to take yeah. that personal day. Um, you can't help them with that reading assessment or that reading assignment. Like, I think that's so normal um, because we need to really just listen during these times <laughs> and, and, and see our kids for what it's worth. And I think, yeah, God bless you for doing that. Cause I can only imagine how hard that, that has been for you. Yeah. Honestly. I let go. I let go a little bit this past week. I actually, I told my husband, I was like, listen, I need to write. You got it. I'm out. I'm actually mm -hmm. in Shahola, Pennsylvania right now, which is wow. where which is where muted takes place. I'm I'm in the house in the basement where my character does what? her. Yeah. What? I had to come here what? to like really recenter, I guess. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean when I say I started writing again. And it's been over a year. Like I'd have all these starts and stops, 
but I would stop because the kid has a project and he doesn't understand fractions and you know. We're, so, doing, we're doing fractions right now. Uh, and I taught fifth grade. My son is in fifth grade. I taught fifth grade and I'm looking at this new math like what is happening? So yeah, I just started, like I, I dove all the way in and I, I'm back. I got some Good stuff for you. Good hey, for you. And you know what, you know what the crazy part is? You say that you're back, but like seeing the work that you put out before the pandemic, during the pandemic, like, Tammy, you are special. Like oh, the stuff that you. you do, honestly, like I appreciate it so much. Like, and I'm an, an, I'm an educator, I'm a teacher, and I like to use your work in the classroom because of where it comes from and what you're about. And then on top of that, like, you are so consistent. Like you, I can tell that you put your foot in everything that you do, which is amazing. Um, and I, and I love that you, the other part is like, I love that you are take, you're saying right now that you had to take time away because I think oftentimes I hear that people are forced to like, what's the, what's the next thing? Or they're forced into writing when they're not in the mood for writing. Um, and I do find a lot of authors coming out and saying now that like they're taking time, which I love to hear because it's that's what's that's what's needed, right? So yeah. I appreciate you saying that. I do. Thank you. I, I took a while. Yeah. It, it took about a year, but I'm I'm ready and I'm grateful Good for that. Year. Yeah. Of course. I did all of the course. pandemic things. I I learned how to bake banana bread. You know, <laughs> I I had a little garden. I for the first time ever, I grew peppers. You know, so it's good. I love I it. Got, I got some good you, quality memories. And I've been following you for a while, so I also noticed that you like to get your workout on. So we could we could talk about that That's as you. well, because I. <laughs> I think I do something I think it keeps saying. <laughs> men, mental health and like your like just again staying active is just so important, even if it's just a little bit every day. I do strongly believe right. that for sure. Yeah. I've been, that's Jamie, the thing I go that I've been doing like this year. Good. That's consistent, Good. not the writing though. Good. Now Good. it is. Good. Good. Tammy, I want to go back just a little bit because I know bits and pieces of your story. Um, uh -huh. Because like for me, someone who's just like a book junkie, um, I love just like finding stuff out about authors. Um, I don't know a lot about your past in regards to like your childhood. And I always ask this question because I think that's a lot that doesn't show up um, or doesn't fully show up in like the back of the book or even in the book. Like I think in the book there's bits and pieces, but you don't know the full story. So I guess what I'm asking is like, what did your childhood look like um, growing up as a kid? My childhood looked uh, a little lonely for the first 11 years. I was an only child. Um, mm -hmm. I begged my parents to give me a sibling. Uh, and then that happened when I was 11. So um, we, you know, we didn't have it. I, di I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth. I was born in Newark, um, educated there my whole life, you know, from kindergarten to high school. My mom was the teacher at my elementary school. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, and then she was the vice principal. And then she became the principal. So imagine that childhood, having your mom in your face all the time. Um, 
no, I, I joke, but, but it was pretty special. Uh, my mom is why I love reading. Like mm -hmm. as a daughter of an educator, I didn't have a choice but to read and, and I was lonely. So I, I didn't have a sibling. So, you know, these books were like my companions and, and my toys. So, um, but again, like came from humble beginnings. My, my dad is a, is a technician, um, educated in Newark all my life. Finally, I got a sibling. And as my mother advanced in her career, you know, we reaped the benefit uh, and we were able to move and we got a bigger house and, but we still stayed in Newark. I was educated in Newark my whole life, even though at some point we moved. Um, yeah, you know, like when I became a teenager, I really wanted to be a singer. So I thought. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was like, I loved books. I loved reading books and I loved writing stories, but I think this is the case with a lot of authors is like, I just didn't think I could be that because that wasn't, you know, that the books that I read, those kids didn't look like me. They didn't look like my friends. They definitely weren't from Newark. You know, everybody seemed perfect. So I was like, okay, maybe I can't be an author. So, oh, I like to sing. I could do that. Let me try that. Mm -hmm. And, um, but we, <laughs> you know, we had these tiny brushes of like small, small brushes of fame, but it didn't quite happen for us. It was still fun. Um, but, you know, I channeled some of those experiences into Muted to write about a girl in a singing group who falls down the rabbit hole. Why? Because it's very easy to do so. So mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm just rambling now, but that's just like, nah. a, like a snapshot of what my childhood's, what my childhood was like. That. You know, writing, performing. And then when I graduated from college, it was like, okay, you got to pay the bills. So what you going to do? <laughs> and I kind of fell into teaching. Yeah, I didn't even go to school to become a teacher. I fell into it and then I got hooked. Wow. And yeah. what was it that was it? Was it that your mom was an educator? Like, what was the thing that really hooked you into the classroom? Well, you know, I'd always kind of worked with children, mentored children, volunteered with all kind of, you know, different organizations. And when I graduated from college, my mom told me, I'm going to give you one year to figure out your life because things weren't popping off with the singing anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. I had a degree in, in uh, communications journalism. I thought I wanted to be a news reporter. I didn't want that anymore. So she goes, but you got to make some money. So uh, you know, substitute teach so that you can have something coming in. There's no commitment. And at least you got some money in your pocket while you figure your life out. So that's what I did. And it was just like, oh man, I like this. And then that was it. I, you know, like within six months of subbing, they hired me permanently. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I, lo I, love, I love hearing the stories about family members um, taking on what their either cousins, um, parents, um, grandparents have done because yeah. it just, I, I do truly believe that it just kind of sets a path as well. And like books as well, like you see people in those books that look like you and you see people in those professions that look like you, like that is something that can carry on. Yeah, and like so, I can do it. Yeah.
Exactly, exactly, exactly. So you have one kid or two? I have one, well, two if you count I, my husband, but I've given birth to one. <laughs> Just me. Sorry, bro. You, it is you know, what it is. It's going on. You know this is going on the internet, right? <laughs> okay, he'll be fine. He's never gonna hear this. <laughs> I, w I want to ask this question, and then again, I do, I ask it, and I know I'm asking, it's a little bit of an unfair question, to be honest, but I do wonder how you feel about it. Um, I've been talking to a few people about just like raising black boys in general nowadays, um, yes. and I'm wondering, not necessarily how you feel about it, because I probably can get a sense of that, but I guess, what are the... What are the words we use to help our little black boys um, walk around and still be confident, um, courageous, brave um, yeah. in a world like today? Like, what what are some of those? I guess what are the what are the things you do? What are the words you say? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. And honestly, all of the words that I had trapped you know, for a while, um, I poured them into All Because You Matter. My picture book, which is a tribute to my, to my son, it's a tribute to children of color and really a conversation starter for all children, especially during these times right now. Um, you know, I just want my son to know that whatever challenges he faces because he will face some and he already has faced some in school seeing things you know on television I want him to know a few things I want him to know that he comes from resilient extraordinary people no matter what he sees on the news no matter if he sees uh, you know a high-ranking political a figure tell him that his country that he come you know his people in that country are a crap hole country although the word crap wasn't used like i want him to know that when he stumbles on that on the internet because i can't watch his every move mm -hmm. i want him to be armored with the confidence that that's a lie <laughs> that's not mm -hmm. true Look at all of these things that my people have done for me, but also for you. The, the, the talents that our people have contributed, contributed to the world, we all have enjoyed them. Mm -hmm. So I want him to know that he matters. And I mean, of course, others matter too but I need him to know that he matters because someday there's gonna come a time and it already has happened a few times where he'll question his worth. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I just kind of, I poured it all into All Because You Matter and it's been great because it's given my son a safe space. Now when he stumbles on something, he doesn't have to be afraid to come and tell me about it. He can ask me about it. He saw George Floyd. 
He was here in, in Shahola, by the way, when that happened. I wasn't even with him. He called me in the middle of the night to ask me, who is George Floyd, mom? Why did they do that to him? So now, you know, now we have these conversations and, and I don't want to preach or whatever, you know, every parent is going to say the words that they feel are best for their children. I just know mm -hmm. for, for me and mine, <laughs> we, we have these conversations because if I don't, if I don't do that, if my husband doesn't do that, who will? Yeah. I, I love hearing that. And I think it's, how do we build, how do we help kids think critically about the stuff yeah. that, that's around them, right? Yeah. How do we help them find their own voice in all of the, the, the work and the, the things that they're suffocated with in regards to the media, in regards to the stuff that they are in school being talked about? Like there's so much that they are yeah. being suffocated with. How do they think for themselves? I, I think that is exactly. so important. I think that's so important. Um, yep. Tammy, what does, because you've been in, we've all been in this like COVID times, what did the household look like for you guys in regards to, like, I know there's family time as well. So what did that look like? Was it board games? Was it movies? Um, was it exercise? Like, what did you guys do? I've been killing these guys in Uno. <laughs> they don't stand a chance. So we play Uno. Um, I recently purchased um trouble oh uh, trouble yeah that's caused a lot of fights in the house um i purchased sorry um it did some puzzles so like those kind of things have brought us together we don't have the same um Netflix and, and Hulu tastes like the shows mm -hmm. we don't really watch much together but like board games we're all in what, what's your what's your Netflix taste in comparison to your oh. sons and your husband okay this, <laughs> don't judge okay no judge no judge Listen, so I I do not really watch television mostly during the day I need television to go to sleep at night. And I already told you, I go to bed quite early. So I'm a creature of habit. I basically just watch the same two things on repeat. And it's usually forensic files. Don't judge. I think the narrator's voice is very soothing. It lulls me to sleep, even though he's talking about murder. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I like HGTV like anything on HGTV. I like Property Brothers, stuff like that. But my son is all into, um, you know, anime, manga. I don't even know if I'm saying that, pronouncing that correctly. Is it manga? I think and it's manga, yeah. I think manga. And then my husband, he watches even less television than I do. Actually, yeah, I'm going to put him at like 0%. Um, he just looks at stocks all day, like, that's he does that for entertainment. So we just we are not cut from the same cloth, the three of us. But I love that there is moments. I love that you know that, and then you also have board games. I love yeah, we board do games are like. I love that. I love that. And you say cook? Did you say cooking? No, you said eating. Eating? Well, lots of cooking. I did a lot of cooking during the pandemic, um, but. Uh -huh. At some point, I kind of took a, a back seat 
and and discovered Uber Eats. So that's been fun. <laughs> that's been really fun. I think we I think we all have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot a lot of Uber Eats, a lot of Peruvian food and a lot of uh Thai food when Uber Eats. And we hey, agree I'm on those. I'm all I I'm here for it. I have, no one has yeah. like I don't know you, you go through the phase of like oh you have so much time I can do this recipe or and then it's like you think about it you're like this is taking all day <laughs> yeah I'm working like between you know maintaining the house and 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 pr- doing stuff like this promoting my books man I've got like 12 14 hour days so by the time I'm done and, and you're like stuck in the house, basically, by the time I'm done, I'm just exhausted. So, yeah, yeah I do Uber Eats like a couple times a week. I, I don't hate. I feel yeah. safe. We do the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Timmy, I just have a few more questions for you. Sure. Um, and I think that was one of the main questions I wanted to ask just again, based on some of the other authors that I've talked to. Um, I guess my second or third question would be, um, how do you develop your ideas for your books? Um, Because I think part of what I see, and I don't want to speak for you, but is that when you, when you produce things, when I listen to you and talk about them, you, you mentioned that there's like always a huge purpose behind them. I guess my thing is, my question is, how do you get to that purpose? Like, is it brainstorming? Is it talking to other people? Um, What does that process look like? You know, there's never one solid process that I use for across, you know, all of my work. There, like, I could see something on social media and literally get an idea from it. Um, My purpose will always remain the same. My purpose for writing is, of course, I'm writing for children. But selfishly, oh, oh, and I'm writing for my son. <laughs> but selfishly, I'm writing for 12-year-old me who would have loved to see uh, the, the wider canon of diverse literature that we now have today, which still isn't wide enough. So like my purpose is always like I want to show uh, the fullness of who we are as people of color, as Black people. Um, so I want to show us, you know, joyful we have sad moments too and everything in between and you know the different layers of who we are and and what we can be so that remains for every single book so you'll see you know I may write about a biracial girl who does ballet and hates it but then I might see a picture on social media for women's history month of of a black woman perched on a horse who I thought that was Harriet Tubman when I saw her, but lo and behold, it wasn't. It was Mary Fields. And oh my goodness, she was the, she's the first woman to deliver mail in the United States during a dangerous time when they didn't let women do that job. It was the highest paid wow. job. And they didn't, they certainly didn't let ex-slaves do that job. So it's like, oh, I got to write that. You know, we, it's 2021. When we want something delivered, we pick up our phones. You know, we go to Uber Eats, we go to Amazon and it's on our porch like that. But it, life wasn't like that in, in the 1800s. You had people like Mary Fields breaking barriers. I got to write that story. 
So, you know, the inspiration really just comes from anywhere, but then you have, well, then I have, you know, certain stories that are, are like burning inside me, but I don't want to write them and I keep them buried all because you matter was one of those stories. I didn't want to talk to my child about racial injustice and, you know, things that he would see on the news. Like, I didn't want to talk to him about that stuff. It just kept bubbling up, bubbling up. And he, he reached a certain age and I'm like, oh, dang it. We got to have the talk. Mm -hmm. Right. So every story mm -hmm. that I write, there's always some kind of spark uh, behind it. Even with muted again, muted seems like I just wrote it, but I actually started working on this story in like, 2014 but I wasn't getting it right so I kept shelving it and then you know uh an editor had rejected me for a different project and then she goes on my website and she sees oh fun fact you were in a singing group if you ever write a novel about that get at me so of course wow. my agent is like Tammy you gotta write that story wow Wow. I don't know about that. But yeah, but the, the Me Too movement, you know, these these uh, abusive men in power popping up in headlines, that that did it for me. I was like, okay, let me let me change course here. I was in a singing group. I, I know what it's about. Wow. So Wow. Timmy, yeah, I love hearing that. For everything. I love that. I love hearing the, your process because a lot of, it's different for everybody. But I love yeah. that you just get inspiration from a lot of different things, but your purpose remains the same. I love, I love hearing purpose that so much. Purpose always there, yeah. Um, and again, and I say that because me reading your work and seeing it, like again, you produce very high quality writing. So um, I, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, Tammy, where can people find you online? So uh, on Twitter, I am Tammy Writes Stuff. And on Instagram, I'm Tammy Writes. And my website is TammyWrites.com. And if you don't know, you should know, but what are some of your titles most currently? Sure. So my most recent title is Muted, YA verse novel about a girl in a singing group uh, who thinks she knows it all and it goes left <laughs> real quick. Um, I have another title with Scholastic, a picture book, All Because You Matter. Um, so yeah, those are my two books with Scholastic and I'm writing again. So that means maybe if the literary gods will have my, you know, have me again, maybe I'll have another book coming out. You will. You will. You yeah, will. I literally just yeah, finished wanna... yesterday. <laughs> We'll I, you know, I want to thank you so much for just spending time and just, again, it's, it felt like just catching up with an old friend. So this is exactly yeah. what I, I wanted um, and, and I appreciate it. So thank you so much. This was fun.